How are we doing, Wolfpack fans? It is another episode of Pack Center. We are back and better than ever. We are previewing some sports this week and also previewing Oregon. I am your host, Austin Paschke, joined by my co-host, Tyler Seth, as always. Let's get right into it. So we're going to start off with some other sports before football. We are going to headline with volleyball. Has played three games so far. Last season, they struggled in conference, but did all right in the non-conference schedule. They were 8-21 and overall, 1-17 and in league. So definitely looking to improve on that league record. Their coach, Lee Nelson, got their 50th win with the first win of the season. We played CSU Bakersfield in the first game, and we won that match by a score of 3-1. to Held CSU Bakersfield to a .062 hitting percentage, while we posted a .246 hitting percentage, which is pretty good if I do say so myself. Freshman Sidney Peterson led the pack with 11 blocks, third most in school history in a single match. Nevada had 18 total blocks in the entire game. We also have Kayla Afoa recorded first double-double of the season with 14 kills and 11 digs. Daylin Burns had 41 assists, now just needs 25 to put her over the 2000 career assist mark. Junior Cassie McGrill recorded a .412 hitting percentage and a .471 kill percentage. So the pack started off the season strong by winning against CSU Bakersfield, but that was quickly lost as they played Kansas College. Looked it up. It's actually in Buffalo. Little fun fact. Didn't know how to say it before the, before the episode. But they did lose, and then they bounced quickly against Sac State winning. So it's a good way to start off the season for volleyball. Uh, they continue play on Friday which they play Purdue-Fort Wayne, and then UC Riverside on Friday again. And then they play the host school of the San Francisco tournament on Saturday, which is the University of San Francisco. So they're looking pretty good. They have a young team, and they have a veteran coach. How do you think they're going to do this weekend, and can they bounce back from the loss? Definitely. I mean, things are looking up for volleyball right now, for sure. Last season, definitely not the season they were looking to you know, finish out with, but at the same time, I feel like they're uh, two and one on the season right now. So strong start so far. So hopefully they keep building on that momentum uh, when they go to San Francisco this weekend and play um, some pretty good teams and, you know, make crank out a couple wins out of here. So uh, high hopes for the volleyball team so far right now. Yeah, I think, I think they're going to be good. We have a lot of young players, which are showing out and young players that are succeeding always is a good sign. Next up is soccer. Soccer has always been a somewhat of a slow slow sport in Nevada terms. They haven't been the best. They have yet to post a winning record since joining the Mountain West in 2010. They have 21 underclassmen, 8 upperclassmen. So they have a young team as well. Split. Yes, they have a young team as well. Head coach Aaron Otazaki is in her fifth season at Nevada, but third season as the head coach. Last year, they posted a 4-13-2 and and record. So not the best season for soccer. We have been seeing those kind of seasons kind of a lot here at Nevada recently. Like I said, have not posted a winning record since 2010. 
And the team is currently one in three on the season. They lost their first game to Eastern Wash. Eastern Washington University. They lost to Hawaii and Sac State, but they beat the University of Pacific, so that is a bright spot for the season. They're losing in not the worst fashion, I would say. They've played four games, only let up four goals, which is really good, but they can't put the ball in the net. They lost to Eastern Washington in heartbreaking fashion. They lost 1-0 in overtime shootout. They outshot the Eagles 21-10 during the game, but couldn't make the most of their chances. They had a 2-1 to one comeback win against Pacific. Two second-half goals that were two minutes apart by two freshmen, which is pretty good to see. The freshmen are playing well. It's always a good sign to see youth playing well. But fell to Hawaii. When they went to Hawaii for a, a tournament, they, they lost 1-0 in overtime. Kendall Stovall, who is a sophomore, set the career high with 12 saves, ninth most an all-time at Nevada, which is pretty good. They were outshot 18-8, to but at the time of the Hawaii game, Stovall led the Mountain West with 20 saves and had a .87 save percentage. So that's pretty good, playing three games, allowing three goals, and they ended that Hawaii tournament by playing Sac State. Sac State outshot the Pac-12-8. to Sophomore Kylie Mamanashi had three shots. Freshman Gabby Brown had two. They had a lot of opportunities. They had 55% possession, but it just wasn't their day as they fell to Sac State. The next game is on Saturday at Mackey Stadium against Weber State at 12. This match will begin a five-game homestand. What I have been seeing from the Pack Soccer so far is they have really good they have really good defense, allowing just four goals in four games. So really young group, so maybe as the season goes on, they'll get a little bit better. What have you been seeing from Nevada soccer? I think you hit the nail on the head. It's a young group. I feel like this year might be another kind of building block year for the pack soccer-wise. Um, but everyone that we just shouted out in this little segment, they're freshmen and sophomores. you know. So all underclassmen. So hopefully the future for the pack soccer is looking bright. Maybe not this season. It won't all connect, but maybe next season and the season after. Definitely building for the future here at pack soccer. And like you're saying, they're not lose, They're not getting blown out in these games. It's losing by a goal or they're winning by a goal. So they're always in the game, which is a really good thing to see from a young team. Uh, they just kind of need to have a little more resiliency, you know, trying to put the ball in the back of the net a little more often. But other than that, I feel uh, very confident in the future for pack soccer for sure. Yeah, I believe once they find their offense, they're going to be a pretty good team with the young group that they have. Maybe, who knows, this is the first year we post a winning record in the Mountain West. In the Mountain West. So that will be great. And then lastly, before we jump into football, we have everyone's favorite sport, cross country. They kicked off their season with the Bonanza Casino Nevada Twilight Classic. Try saying that five times fast. They faced Sacramento State and Sierra Nevada College, who also participated in the Classic. This was the men's first meet in over 25 years. Men's cross country just finally came back onto campus after we got rid of Rifle, RIP Rifle team. But men's cross country is back. I think it will help align the school a little bit better with the Mountain West Conference. And they they did actually really well. Nevada men finished the race with six out of the top ten spots, all finishing the 8K in under 26 minutes. I think it would probably take me a whole hour to run an 8K, but these guys are professionals. 
Leading the pack was Jared McGurger, who ended with second place in a time of 24 minutes and 39 seconds. I saw him on Twitter got a shout out because that was really, really impressive. And it was the first men's meet in over 25 years. The pack came out on top, beating Sac State and Sierra Nevada College with a total of 25 points. Sac State was second, and then Sierra Nevada College did not score. So it's okay that they didn't score. They'll, they'll get it next time. They're trying. Women's team, they finished their 6K with six out of the top 10, which is also very good. Morgan Coonfield had first place for most of the race, but finished with a time of 21-31. They also took first place with a team score of 22 points, and Sierra Nevada again didn't score. The cool stat of this was the meet was sponsored by local businesses, including Bonanza Casino, who is a large supporter of the Prostate Cancer Foundation. The proceeds went to a good cause, which is also something you like to see. And Cross Country is going to continue their races. We should be able to get out and support all the pack in their future endeavors. But now on to the good stuff. Oregon preview. We're going to be facing Oregon in Eugene, Oregon, Autzen Stadium on Saturday. Kickoff is at 4.30 Pacific Standard Time. Oregon did lose their first game of the season to Auburn, a really good SEC team. They dropped to 16th in the rankings for their loss. Fun fact, they're only the, the only top 25 team to lose in their first week, which is kind of interesting. Probably losing to Nevada will probably get them out of the top 25 for sure. You would think so. But just for stepping on the field, the packet paid 650 grand, 10th largest payday in school history, and the Ducks are favored by 23 points. Initial reaction to stepping into Autzen Stadium on Saturday. I mean, it's going to be loud. It's going to be rocking. Autzen Stadium is something that's amazing. I was fortunate enough to visit um, a couple years back when my cousin who went to college up in Oregon took us on a tour of kind of the stadium in the locker room and the place is amazing. It's a beautiful venue to play at. There's a you know trees all around the stadium. It's a very as you can imagine, Oregon's a very green place, a very lush place. She says on game days it gets pretty crazy, which I can I can um, believe definitely. So I saw some reports that the crowd is like right on top of you. They're loud and they're they're rowdy. They're ready to they're ready to cheer. Yeah, there's not much room on the sidelines now that I'm trying to think about it. But yeah, definitely a tough place to play, um, especially when Oregon's good like they are this year. So there's going to be a lot of fans behind them, and it's going to be very very tough game for the pack for sure. Kind of a low-scoring game when they played Auburn. Uh, they lost 27-21. to 21. Auburn got the ball back with 2 minutes and 21 seconds left. Marched down the field for that game-winning drive by Bo Nix, who is a freshman. Does that sound familiar, ladies and gentlemen? A freshman marching down the field for a game-winning drive. Sounds familiar to us. Some link the Oregon loss to the fact that Justin Herbert was out of the game due to injury on that fourth and one call, but they allowed 14 unanswered points, including that last drive. The defense just couldn't step up. They were outmatched and outpowered. Hopefully that happens again on this this Saturday coming up, but there's a little bit of a brotherly love going on or a brotherly competition, I guess I would say. Panay Sewell, who is an offensive lineman for the Ducks, is going up against Gabe Sewell, who is a linebacker for Nevada. Kind of interesting. You see two brothers going up against each other sometimes, but this is unique because they will be going up directly against each other. 
Oftentimes, offensive linemen have to scrape the first line, go to the linebackers, and sitting there waiting for him will be Gabe Sewell. How do you think these brothers are going to react playing each other on a very, very important game? I mean, you've kind of seen the sound bites and snippets of when they've been asked questions about this, and they both seem pretty excited. I mean, it's pretty special occasion to play against your brother, especially in a high-tier college football game like this. So definitely a special moment for him. Hopefully they butt heads a couple times, and hopefully Gabe gets the better of his brother during this one a couple of those times. But definitely going to be something interesting to watch, just kind of a fun tidbit for the game. Tyson Williams, defensive back, was at media day on Monday. He said that Gabe has been talking about it, and he is going to bring his stuff. It's always going to be fun to watch. I'm excited to see it happen. Overall, Oregon looks good. Their offense looks really high-powered. They can move the ball really well even though they only scored 21 points on Auburn. They can move the ball really well. They have a Heisman quarterback in Justin Herbert, who is some are saying who's the first overall pick next year. During the Auburn game, he went 28 for 37, 247 yards and one TD. He did not turn the ball over, so that's a good sign for the Ducks. C.J. Vertle ran 14 times for 76 yards and a TD. Justin Herbert can also run the ball. That's something that the pack should be looking for. However, the Oregon Ducks do have three wide receivers that are out for this game. That is something to keep an eye on. Are they going to be able to pass the ball as well? Are they going to be more running the ball? Johnny Johnson III caught seven passes for 98 yards, but Jalen Reed was the leading receiver in receptions, catching the ball nine times for 64 yards. Another interesting fact is their O-line. Their O-line is incredibly high-powered. They have all starting five back, and they they lead college football with 158 starts. That's kind of impressive. So how do you think our defense is going to stack up against this offense? I mean, it's the best offense we're going to see all year by far. You know, you have, when you have a Heisman candidate under center, it's going to be a tough game no matter who he's throwing to. You know, he'll find a way to move the ball downfield. His receivers will find a way to get open and – you know, their offensive line is going to get a good push for the run game. So definitely the toughest test for our defense this year. Hopefully we can break out the turnover towel a couple times. But it's going to be tough with this offense who really knows what they're doing and is really, really explosive and scary for us. If it's anything like the Purdue game, the turnover towel will be out. We do lead the nation in turnover margin with five. There are a couple teams tied with four. But we do lead the nation right now in turnover margin which is a very very good sign for the pack if we can force Oregon to make some turnovers and to shoot themselves in the foot this could be a game worth watching and the pack secondary is facing a better quarterback as you stated but they do have three wide receivers out so they might have to run the ball which as we know will fit perfectly into our scheme as we shut down Purdue's running game pretty handily in that first week on the defensive side of the ball Oregon again looks really good Their leading tackler from last season, Troy Dye, didn't miss a step and led the team again last week with 15 total tackles, 10 solo tackles, and then the second leading tackler, Isaac Slade Matutia, was right behind him with six tackles. However, they did lose four starters, and they have a defensive coordinator from Boise, which Coach Norvell touched on. On Monday's press conference, we should be kind of familiar with their defensive scheme. How's their defense looking matching up against our offense that's ready to play? It's going to be a tough 
tough test for Carson Strong this game. Watching some of the film, they play a lot of 3-3-5 with a stud, which is kind of like a defensive end outside linebacker hybrid. Uh, you also see kind of a lot of 4-2-5 from them. So a lot of defensive backs in these sets. It's going to be tough for Carson to find open receivers for sure. Last week, Bo Nix ran and ran and ran. He was outside the pocket for most of that game. There was not a lot of time where he sat in the pocket and had time to make a good throw. And that goes to a credit to their D-line and the stunts they run up front. It's really hard to kind of scheme for some of this stuff. But like you're saying, a DC from Boise, you know, that we've seen before and we have tape on, that's going to help a lot for Nevada. So definitely um, an improvement there. Something to look out for early in the game might be the D-line. Early drives in the Auburn game, they had a lot of offsides penalties trying to jump the snap, trying to get a good pressure on the quarterback. Could have been first game jitters, could have been they weren't ready, but definitely something to keep an eye on there. Maybe Nevada goes to some hard counts. And um, definitely some exploits that we can make, though, for Nevada. Toa, um, I don't see him having a real big game. It's going to be kind of on Carson if we're going to get close in this game. He's got to find open receivers, and he's got to make some plays with his feet. So definitely a tough game for uh, Nevada on offense. Well, and Christian Solano is back. He came back earlier than expected with his hand injury. That might be something to look forward to because we can kind of put him in there, run the ball with him a little bit, then put Carson back in there to pass the ball. It would be a good line up to have both those quarterbacks coming in to kind of exploit that defense the Ducks defense did allow Auburn running back Jartavius Whitlow to run for over 100 yards so it actually could be a big day for Toa but I think we need to balance our run offense with our passing offense get Christian Solano in there to run the ball a little bit I think it could be a good game for the pack some notes to take a look at Nevada looks to get their first road win against a top 25 team. It has yet to happen. I think we have only beat a top 25 team four times, and they've all been at home. If Nevada somehow squeaks out a win, they could start the season 6-0 after their first two wins because we do play Weber State next week, UTEP, Hawaii, and San Jose uh, State. So it is something to look at that if we do squeak out a win, we could start the season 6-0, which would be absolutely huge for the pack. And a little bit of love lost. Carson Strong, Oregon was his favorite team growing up, so stepping into Eugene, Oregon will be interesting to watch as his room was painted yellow and green when he was growing up, according to his dad. So something to look forward to there. And Nevada, like I said, leads the Mountain West with a plus-five turnover differential. If we can at least get a couple turnovers against Oregon, I think it's going to look good for us. Do you have a prediction in how the Pack are going to play on Saturday? Oh, it's a tough, tough game. Toughest game all season, obviously, for the Pack. I don't think we come out with a win. I think we can keep it close in the first half. Um, but after that, I think it goes downhill for the pack. I think it's going to be a two-touchdown game, maybe a 17-point game. Um, Oregon pulls away in the second half. They probably win big. I'm going to go somewhere in the probably, let's say, we'll go 42 and then pack 28 is my score prediction. They no fall. Faith? It's hard to have faith. When we're squeaking out wins to a bottom-tier Big Ten team, they did play really well in that game, but I'm just watching the Oregon defense, watching all those snaps they took against Auburn. The stunts that we're going to see is going to be something very tough for a young offensive line and a young quarterback to kind of pick up on. 
I think that's going to be an overpowering thing. I, I think Carson's going to get hit a lot. It's going to get a little rattled, and it's not going to be a good uh, scenario for the pack. If our O-line can step up and protect, and protect Carson like they did against Purdue, they only let up one sack, which is huge. I don't think we're only going to let up one sack against Oregon, but I am all in. I think we're going to get that dub. I think we're going to start 6-0, and but – it's gonna. We're gonna narrowly squeak out the win. It's gonna be 41-38. They're gonna carry Brandon Talton on their shoulders once again out of Autzen Stadium, and I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna get the dub. I think we're gonna win. Wouldn't that be a sight? Two games in a row, Brandon Talton gets carried off the field as a hero, as the Pack beat the Ducks 41-38. I would love to see it. It'd be a great game. Everyone, stay tuned for the Ducks. Recap coming on Monday, and remember to tune in while we play Oregon in Oregon on Saturday at 4.30, and go Pack!